Puffing and puffing, sort of style. There's another energy to power the ride. Let's achieve your goals to joy, not stress. It's a men green ukulele podcast. <laughs> hey, 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 welcome to the men green ukulele podcast where we talk about achieving your goals through joy and not stress. I am your host, Geneviève Pépin. I'm a mindset specialist and a productivity coach. But you can call me Jen. Jen is fine. Don't worry about that. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. Today, we're talking about problems, about encountering things in our way that may be slowing us down and how to deal with that. And we'll go right away in our first segment that is this is like this is like this is like is a segment where we talk about analogies our brain understand concepts better when we compare them with concepts that we already know so i felt like having fun with talking about analogies and bringing a segment specifically to talk about this so here it is so today's analogy is this Problems are like black bears. Whether you win or not is all about how you position yourself to them. Look, I'm Canadian. Wherever you're from, you may be used to the idea that when you hang out in the woods, you'll come face to face with wild animals. You have a high probability to do so anyway. You can take some measures to minimize the possibilities of it, but you can't really avoid it right? It's just part of the game. It's not personal. Now, in the same way, when you go and achieve things that you've never tried before, when you're building a skill, or where you, when you are creating something that even nobody has created before, when you're innovating, you'll encounter challenges, problems, curveballs, you name it. Hesitations. You can take the measures to minimize the likelihood of it, but you can't really avoid it. It's part of the game. It's not personal. It happened so many times in my life where I questioned myself when things didn't go my way or when I would encounter challenges. And even though I had planned to a T or even though I was playing the safest and Things like getting triggered by people, uh, losing opportunities or investing a lot of time, effort, money in something without results or just encountering frustration, encountering self-doubt. And I would allow it to be my limit. Like I would torture myself asking like, why, why is this happening? Why is there a problem? Why is it in all rainbows and unicorns? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong is a big one. And I would just wonder, like, if I'm doing what I love, isn't it supposed to be perfect? If I'm doing the right thing, air quote, right thing, isn't it supposed to be perfect? What am I doing wrong? These questions got me stuck because I was taking for granted that once I would do the right thing, then problems would just magically go away. <laughs> I'm laughing now because, look, I have a completely new perception now of it. Every time I encounter, like, I'm want to go to a next level when I'm growing, when I'm starting something new. I know that every level, every chapter of life comes with their own set of problems, right? That's part of the game. 
That's, I would argue that's the fun of it. And I like to call them a quality problem. A quality problem is a, is a problem that happens as a result of you doing what you want to do. An example of that would be, you know, when you start a business, the first maybe problem that you have is that you don't have clients and then you work to have clients and then you have clients, but then you realize, oh, I don't have processes. And then you have, you establish process and you're like, well, I cannot do it on my own. Like I'm burned out. Like now you need to hire people. There's always new problems that arise. Same thing with when you start creating content, you start creating content uh, you have no idea. Then you find, you figure out how to have ideas and then you're posting consistently, but you have no engagement. Then you figure out how to post engage to, to get engagement. And then you get more engagement and so on. Then you get trolls. <laughs> it's part of the game. That will just happen. All right. That's a quality problem. All of these are quality problems. They are showing that you're making progress because every new level will come with its set of problems. So again, asking of like, what am I doing wrong? It was just keeping me stuck. And if I would encounter a bear, it would keep me stuck too. Right? Do you imagine being in the forest and encountering a bear? And, and then why I put the food away? I did everything right to not encounter the bear, but the bear is there. Why? Right? That would be counterproductive. Like... <laughs> You need to deal with that right now. So a more constructive question is, how can I make myself bigger than this? If you look at the typical uh, advice when you encounter a black bear, and I would say that disclaimer, this is not official advice to deal with bears. <laughs> I repeat, this is not official advice about black bears or wild animals. But the typical advice would be like, if you encounter a black bear, don't run away. <laughs> Face the bear directly and make loud noises. And you need to make yourself bigger than the bear. Rawr! So that the bear, well, it never happened to me, but the bear would run away. right? But if you do run, they're just going to follow you. And then you're kind of screwed. Now, let's apply that to encountering a challenge or a problem or a setback, a disappointment on your path, right? Accept it. It's there. And rise to the occasion to deal with that. Make yourself bigger than the problem. You can take it as a learning. You can use the good out of the situation. You can build from it. You can recognize the yes and here, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. But it's the same thing, right? If you run away, then it's going to run after you. It's always going to be there. So how can you avoid problems, mistakes, mishaps? You don't. They will happen no matter how perfect your plan is. Of course, it's great to prepare in order to minimize the likelihood of this happening, but you're going to need to deal with them anyway. So you want to have a strategy to avoid let them stop you. And how do you do that? You change how you position yourself to them. They're not, they're not going to get the best of you. You are bigger than this. Look for the good embrace the learning, and grow from it, build on it, adapt. That way you'll find that you'll gravitate towards solutions much faster. And you'll find that you're going toward your goals at a faster pace too, because you're overcoming the obstacles in your way, which they, always be, they will always be more productively. And that is how problems are just like black bears. And this first segment is leading me to segment number two, which is 
the toolbox. Toolbox. In the toolbox segment, we are going to talk about tools, exercises, behaviors that you can take in order to help you on your journey toward your goals in order to achieve them through more joy and reduce stress. So often also they can be perspectives to take. Now, I want to say that any tool is much more effective when we pair them with their beloved best friend consistency, right? Oftentimes it's not a one-time thing. It's something that we want to repeat and use often. In the toolbox today, I want to talk about the yes and. Now, if you've been following me, you know that I talk about the yes and quite a lot. The yes and is a simple concept. However, it has a great deal of depth. I would argue that it's a philosophy that's definitely, I see the yes and everywhere. The yes and is, in my opinion, the number one tool for co-creation. It's the pillar principle of improv theater of improv comedy um, and goes like this the yes is about accepting the information that is given to you without judgment and the and is about building on it expanding from it in an improv context how does that work well if you're on the stage and you don't have time to consult with your partner which is normal and you need to create a story that is relevant and coherent it's not the time to start arguing who you are, where you are, or arguing for, hey, let's go with my idea. No, <laughs> the, the partner is going to give information and you need to take it and add to it. Take it and add to it. An example of this would be player A would give an offer. Hi, grandma. I brought you fresh flowers today. Now, if I would not be using the yes and, it would look like this. Uh, dude, I'm not your grandma, and this is a hold up. You can see that what what's happening? What's happening here? Um, there's no agreement on what the situation at hand is. So it's like, hey, I'm your grandma. No, you're not. Here's my idea. No, here's my idea. No, here's my idea. Here's my idea. We're not moving forward, right? There's no even there's no agreement even on what's happening at the most basis. So it's very difficult to move forward. Now, using the yes and, it could look like this. Hey, grandma, I brought you fresh flowers today. Oh, Timmy, you're such a good boy. Let me get those flowers and put them in the fish tank. I'm your grandma. All right, I'm your grandma. And I'm going to add to it that your name is Timmy and you're a sweet boy. And... You get bringing me flowers? Great. Let me take them and gonna put them in the fish tank. Let's see where that goes, right? So I'm adding to what's being said. Now, why do we care about the yes and? <laughs> this is in an improv context. Um, outside of improv, the same tool can be extremely potent for collaboration, right? This is pure collaboration in conversations can be a great tool. Uh, you can yes and with yourself. It, it can help you delay judgment, get out of stuck. Um, you can use the yes and to brainstorm, to solve problems, to expand ideas, to get more creative. 
it's such a great way to expand and co-create with others, with yourself, or with circumstances. Now, today I'm going to talk about the yes and in the context of when things don't go your way, right? When you have a plan and you get distracted, for example, or something happens and the plan goes out the window. The yes is all about acceptance without judgment. When something doesn't go our way, if we add to the fact that it's not going away, we're mad about it, and it shouldn't be doing going like this, and I should have prepared better, or this shouldn't have gone like this, and going on and on and on about something that most probably you cannot control, we're just adding negative thoughts, negative emotions, and stress, right? So if I hit my knee on the table, because this is something that gets me really mad. What about you, right? My knee or my my elbow, you know, when you hit your elbow and it hits you right in that little place where there's that nerve, where you feel it like for like five minutes after you hit the elbow. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is so annoying. Anyway. Right. So when this happens, like I can get mad about it. And then if I nourish this anger, then I can, you know, think, Thoughts comes in chains. In cha- <laughs> thoughts come in chains. So one thought leads to another thought, to another thought, to another thought. So then I get mad. Then I get mad, and then maybe I get on the call and I'm more tired, or I'm distracted. Therefore, I'm mad about the fact that I'm not providing the service I want to. And then after the call, I get uh, I'm disappointed, and then I'm going into self doubt, and then I have a hard time going on with my day because I'm distracted and. Uh, I'm just in a bad mood and then it just affects the rest of my day. And then I'm wondering if I'm ever going to ever make it in life right now that escalated quickly, but can you relate? (laughs) I know I can. So acceptance here is just the acceptance that this is happening, even though I don't agree with it because acceptance is not agreement. Like I'm not agreeing to, uh, to hitting my elbow. Uh, that's not fun. Right. But If I don't accept it, then I'm just staying in a state that is not serving me. If I accept that, look, this this happens and this is what's happening right now. I'm not going to judge myself. I'm not going to judge it. This just is. When I do that, yes, I may feel still anger. Like I'm not saying that we need to repress our emotions, but I'm increasing the likelihood that I'm coming back to a place of neutrality much more faster, much, much faster that I don't let it influence the rest of my day. So that's the yes. And I want to stress that the yes is not about being passive, right? It's not about saying yes to everything and everything is wonderful. Yay, I hit my elbow, no problem, right? It's not, it's not about that. It's not about not listening to ourselves and agreeing to you know everything that would happen or any request that we would have. No, no, no. It's just accepting the moment with as much neutrality as possible without judgment, accepting what's happening. You had a plan and your toddler is crying all afternoon. Well, let's accept it. And then we're putting ourselves in a better position to be able to deal with that. There is so much suffering and stress and anxiety that is caused by trying to control something that we cannot control. That acceptance is helping us to minimize that, especially when we practice, right? When this is something that we practice in the long term and that becomes much easier. 
Like, how, what would it look like if we, if even though things happen and shit happens, like the effect on us would be reduced to a minimum? Do you see how much space it creates for joy instead of perpetuating stress? Now, that's a yes. That's only the yes, but that's an important part. The and is to adapt, adapt to the situation. Now, you can ask yourself, what can I control? How can I adapt to win? How can I make the best of this situation? Again, if I hit my elbow, I accept it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is happening. And what am I going to do about it? Well, I'm just going to sit here and moving my elbow for a little bit. And then I'm going to have a glass of water, do a bunch of jumping jacks <laughs> and get back to work. Hey, that's okay. I accept it. That's fun. Maybe I want to laugh about it. Who knows? If somebody's distracting me, how, how am I going to adapt? Do I want to communicate? Do I want to reevaluate what my priorities are for the day so that I can attend to that person's needs? If it's a, a report, for example, or a partner that needs my help right now, is it about setting better boundaries? Is it about learning for next time? And a great way to direct that question can be to ask, what's my vision? Here's an example. When the pandemic hit and uh, here in Spain, well, everybody was confined, right? But here in Spain, it, it happened really quickly and we couldn't, literally, we couldn't get out of the house except for taking our dogs uh, outside and going to buy food. And uh, I run an improv group uh, in person and therefore we couldn't gather anymore and therefore we had to stop. That was a bummer for sure, right? However, um, I decided to yes end it. And I brainstormed what could be ideas that I could do and that we could do. And I decided to think of like, what's, what's the most important here? Well, it's to have fun. The vision with the improv group that I run with a friend here is to have fun, to bring people together and have fun. According to that vision, then the most sensible solution was to find a way to continue doing it because it brought smiles and laughter to people. And a lot of people were telling us, this is the best moment of my day. So how could we use what we had created in order to bring light and joy and laughter to people in that moment where everybody was confined in their house and was bored? So we decided to do it online. Now, you know, a few years later, now it's easy to look back and connect the dots. Uh, but at that time, it was just happening and not all improv was online, right? So we, we, so we decided to do it online. Um, and to change the format and to uh, create the space where we would open up to other people. And we made it happen and it turned out to be a great success. Now, the vision was not to necessarily be in person. The vision was not necessarily to uh, teach a specific curriculum. The vision was to bring people together and have fun. So that was easier for us to, okay, how can we adapt so that maybe the means of reaching our goal is, are different, but the vision stays the same. We just have to change a little bit. So that can really help to answer the question, how can I adapt? Because you have a clear vision of where you're going. And what's happening in the moment is just a way of getting there. But if circumstances change, then you just find another way of getting there. And when I'm talking about hitting my elbow, <laughs> well, if my vision for the day, for example, is to be relaxed and be joyful, then how can I adapt in order to realign with that vision? Is it about uh, crying my pain on a Bon Jovi song? Ooh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. What can I do? That's the idea. 
So in which situations can you use the yes and? Next time that something is not going your way and you get frustrated, first of all, I hear you, right? That is frustrating. However, remember this, yes and yes, accept it. Don't need to agree with it. Just accept that this is happening without judgment. So you have a more neutral position in order to be able to take the decision on the next step. And how can I adapt to win? All right. All right, tribe. This was it for the mint green ukulele. I, I would love to hear what did you learn today and what would you apply? It would be such an honor if you would comment, leave a review, subscribe. That would be awesome. Uh, I'm here every week and I'm also bringing awesome guests on. So it's not only me blabbing all the time, um, but I do a lot of that too. Um, so by the way, I'm also hosting regular masterclasses that are called Efficiency in Play. We look at how to focus in order to make continual progress toward your goals. We look at how to plan your time in a way that works for you. And we look at how to improvise when the plan goes out the window, right? We practice that in the masterclass. We look at different possibilities so that you start creating the motion in your thoughts of how to use the yes and. And we use the yes and in various situations in the masterclass. So if you want to practice that, come. It's free. It's 90 minutes. It's at the moment, every two weeks. So you can find the link in the description of the podcast, if I'm not mistaken. If not, come and find me on LinkedIn, Geneviève Pépin. I'm also putting the link um, in the description of the podcast. I talk about the masterclass all the time over there. Um, so come and join us and I'd love to hang out. I wish you an awesome, awesome rest of your day. Remember that in case of doubt, choose joy. Ciao. Achieve your goals to joy, not stress. It's a mint green ukulele.